hold on to me as we go As we roll down this unfamiliar road And although this wave is stringing us along Just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your Good morning, Hamilton. This is Rob Golfie with Remax Escarment, the Golfie team. Welcome to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on CHML 900 with Rim, uh, with Rick Samprin and Phil Golfie. Hey, good morning. Yes, it is uh, that kind of morning. Summer is here. The uh, hotness, the humidity-ness, if that's a word, is uh, here. And we have a red-hot show for you today as well. RobGolfie.com is the website. That's RobGolfie.com. Rob, G-O-L-F-I dot com. You can call them anytime at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. You know their uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook uh, locations, at Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. A host of great information, listings, videos, photos uh, online on the Facebook page. And be sure to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you download your favorite podcast. If you have a question for the golfy team that email address to send your query or a topic idea for a future program email questions at robgolfie.com again that is questions at robgolfie.com we have some interesting topics we're going to volley back and forth today uh, shoreline properties we'll get into that showing a home you got to see it at least twice but we'll start today with the first time home buyers incentive we talked about this uh, briefly on last week's episode and basically if you're a first-time home buyer the federal government, starting on Labor Day this year, wants to give you a bit of a, a boost or an incentive to get into the market. This is primarily focused on uh, not necessarily millennials, but those who are trying to get into real estate. We know this is one of the hot topics uh, in this nation, and this is obviously being done before the federal election in October, so they're dangling the carrot. Um, so thoughts on this and how it's going to transpire and work for people? There is no carrot there, Rick. No I, carrot. There is no carrot. Not even a little crumb. It's it's <laughs> it's uh, I, to me, in my opinion, uh, I don't think it's going to help first-time home buyers because, first of all, you still have to have your five percent. They're not giving you five percent uh, if you don't have the down payment. Okay. So, so what they're doing is they're give if you have five percent down. Let's 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 say if it's a four hundred thousand dollar house. Right, you're putting five percent down. That's twenty thousand. They're going to give you an additional twenty thousand, so that your mortgage payment's going to be less. So instead of having a three hundred and eighty thousand dollar mortgage, you'll have a three hundred and sixty thousand dollar mortgage. So what they're saying is that you don't have to pay back that loan. Um, I think uh, you have till basically until you sell the house, and uh, once you sell the house, you you got to pay them back the five percent. So hypothetically. If you buy a house for four hundred thousand, they give you you got your five percent, so you got your twenty grand. They give you twenty thousand, you know, to help you with the with your mortgage payment. Right. So it's a twenty thousand uh, dollar mortgage payment less. So in ten years, you decide to sell the house, and usually houses double in ten years. So now you bought your four hundred thousand dollar house. Now it's worth eight hundred thousand. You got to pay them back five percent of that 800,000. So now you got to pay them back 40,000. The best way to do it in that situation is try to pay that loan off before before the uh you sell that house. Right. That's that's the key factor. But I I, I honestly don't think there there's that that's 
much of an incentive. If if somebody's ready to buy a house and they've got their down payment five percent, like I mean, I I don't think Trudeau did any favors. It, it looks good, you know, like oh yeah yeah they're all clapping at the House of Commons saying he did a great thing all that, but it's nothing. They, um, I I'm there. I'm in the trenches. I'm there with the people. Um, I know what's going on. Trudeau is just sitting up in his high mighty house there mm-hmm. that's getting renovated up in Ottawa. I'm not <laughs> sure if it's finished yet. Nope. But uh, but it, it's it, it it may help a little bit, but it's not it's not enough to to help first time buyers to to bring more more first time buyers to home ownership. Right. That's my opinion. So the, yeah, so the thrust of the uh, the plan is to get more people in the market. But you're thinking that it's at the end of the day, it may not be worth it. I mean, if you have that down payment, just go in without the incentive. Why do they do what Hamilton does? Hamilton, once in a while, you'll see that they're willing to give you the down payment to buy a house. Now, that's an incentive. And then what happens is, is that if, if you sell the house before 20 years, I think 20, or, I think 20 years, you just got to pay back exactly what they gave you to buy the house. Hmm. That's easy. So there's no inflation. There's no, no inflation, nothing. nothing. So every once in a while, I've seen this happen in the last 10, 15 years. I think it's uh, happened two or three times. They, they need to get um, um, uh, renters out of renting into buying because there's a shortage of rental homes in Hamilton. So what they do is they in, give an incentive to these people that don't have the down payment. Say, hey, listen, we're going to help you guys out. We're going to help you. We're going to give you 5% of the of the of the down payment. Mm-hmm. So basically the the renter doesn't have to have uh, a down payment and you don't have to pay it back if you hold on to your house for 20 years it's yours. We we wipe it clean but and if it's sold before 20 years you got to give it back to us. That's all they're asking. Right. And that's an incentive. Now that will bring a lot of young buyers into home ownership in Canada. Now that's what Trudeau should look at. Should they should come, he should stop more in Hamilton and listen to the what's going on here. <laughs> yeah. Phil, thoughts on this uh, program? I uh I think it's an unattractive incentive. I I agree with what everyone's saying. That's that's what what the reaction has been is, you know, it looks good. It, it's a good idea, but it's just the the it's bull. The, the execution is the execution is poor. It's right. it's it's not going to work. It's I I don't see a lot of people you know, going after this and using it. I think it's it's just hard for first-time buyers. We we see a lot of people to get in the market. They're borrowing money. They're receiving a gift parent from their parents. They're, you know, they're borrowing money to come up with that down payment. This is, it, it's, it looks very attractive, but when you, when you look at the payback and, and how you have to pay it back, it, it's, it's harder. I mean, the, the only way that this could work or the only way around it is, if you buy a house that needs a renovation or that needs a lot of work and you use this 5%, this extra 5% to to make sure you have 10% down and then you put the work into the house and then you refinance it and you pay back this 5%. That's a way to kind of bridge the gap and and pay back that 5% without, you know, paying that paying more than what you put into it. Right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So and, and you can pay that um um money from the government back at any time. It doesn't right. have to, it doesn't it's, have to be when you sell. So That's the way right. they, yeah. it's best to pay it before you sell. Right. Because otherwise exactly. you're going to end up paying 5 5% of, of the, the of the price. sale the price. The way the way that they've pitched it is it's a 25 year interest free loan, which it is. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But you're still paying back the 5% on the sale of the house, so five percent on that sale, like like we had mentioned, your house is going to go up in value in ten years. It might even double in value. Mm-hmm. So that five percent is going to be a lot more than what that initial five percent, which, which which you know the government gave you at right. the beginning. So 
Um, the best, you know, the, obviously the best way would be pay it back as soon as possible. The the easiest way to pay it back would be to you know make upgrades to the house, which would be coming out of your pocket, and then refinance the property, pull the equity out, and pay the five percent back. Mm-hmm. So you're not caught on, you know, you're when you go to sell, you're not caught paying more than what you what you initially put in. That's how that could work. Other than that, it's it's it could help. It could help somebody buy a house. Instead of they, they only can afford a four hundred thousand dollar house, maybe they can afford now to buy a four hundred and fifty thousand dollar house. But I'm, I'm I'm telling you, I think it's crap. That's my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, they they could have come up with a better method for uh, uh, people to have home ownership in a, in Canada, and they're gonna. I, I I don't see anything. I don't see the carrot. I don't see anything that is gonna help. And um, like I said, they they could have done. A lot better if they're giving 1.25 billion dollars. Why spread that over? You know, the, based on population across Canada, and say, hey, listen, if you're gonna, if we're, we'll we'll give you a down the five percent up to a maximum amount, like you know, yep. and then and then you don't have to pay it back uh, until uh, after 25 years if you keep the house. You uh, that's when you pay us back and it's mm-hmm. interest free. But the thing is, keep the house for 25 years. If you decide to move, refinance it, keep the house, rent it, buy another house. Now you've built yourself some equity in one house, and you and, and now you got two properties. That's the best way to do it. Yeah. And I I don't know what to say, Rick. I, I think it's uh, I in my opinion uh, I you know I I'm not going to offer it to anybody. What right. for? There's no I'm, we're already dealing with people with five percent down anyway. So you may not have the answer to this. So if someone it, it, you know goes in with this program, <clears throat> you know, they get the money from the government. Twenty five years elapses and they're still in the house, and now they have to pay back the loan to the government. That's right. Is it based on the initial? price of the house or are they going to do a, uh, a a home evaluation to say this house is worth this much therefore you owe us x amount of dollars so c- because it's a 25 year loan right yeah right. so you've hit that 25 or 26 year mark is the government going to say okay we want our money back but we're not we don't want the money back at the original sale price 25 years ago we wanted a you know, we, we want to do a home evaluation and get the money now i i, I didn't read that fine it'll print. be interesting i didn't to have the, they, i didn't have my glasses on for that very small <laughs> That'll be in the print yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's some kind of yeah. clause in there, but yeah, no, it's uh, I I I mean they should have given the five if they're willing to give five percent down, give five percent down to a guy that's got good credit rating. Yeah, he just doesn't have enough to save up because he's got, he's renting eighteen hundred bucks a month, two thousand dollars a month, and now like I mean his mortgage is going to be cheaper uh, if he was bu- buying versus renting for sure. So. Anyway. Plus, the, this individual might have, or family might have, student loans, you know, credit yeah, card debt yeah, that they've accumulated. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so, yeah, we'll see how it works or but, doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it, it'll be. Well, you know, it what? looks good. It looks good. The ascent, like, you know what I mean? The, it grabbed headlines. It got a lot of people's sure. attention. Yeah. It, it got a lot of people talking about it. But when you go into and, and dis- dissect the program, it's it's extremely unattractive to anybody yeah. who's buying their they're, first they're, home. They're, they're not talking to the guys like the realtors, the public, the the guys that are in the trenches. We're we're face to face with our clients. We're fa- you know, we're out there working and and, and and trying to help our clients out. They're out there. They're not. They don't see that. You know what I mean? Like these these guys are. You know, they got their government jobs that are making two hundred thousand dollars a year. They, they they think they know what the public's like. They don't know anything. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean? Like the, pr- the proof will be in the pudding to see how many yeah. people actually sign up yeah. and and go for this. And who knows if there's a change in government in October, 
we might be back to square one uh, come uh, in four years' time. Am I, uh, am I forming my opinion too strongly here, no. Rick? <laughs> <laughs> Still to come, we'll talk about uh, showing a home or seeing a home. you got to see it at least twice, and we'll tell you why. We'll also talk about shoreline properties as well. Remember, if you have a question for the Golfie team, you can email questions at robgolfie.com. Go online to the website, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. And call them anytime at 905 575 7700. Whole lot more still to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio today with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax's Scarpman Realty, the Golfie team. You can go online, find a host of great information on their website, robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com. Call them at 905-575-7700. Whether you're buying or selling, that phone number again is 905-575-7700. At Rob Golfie on Twitter and Instagram. And be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page and... And subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast on Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast. Past episodes on robgolfie.com and 900chml.com. Stay tuned. We're going to talk about shoreline properties if you have one or are looking for one or interested in one. We'll have a discussion surrounding that topic. But showing a home or seeing a home, you got to see it at least twice. So homeowners, prospective homeowners, whether you're a first-time buyer or an experienced buyer, you've been through this process year in and year out or for or, or several times over the past number of years you got to see it at least twice why okay so i was showing a house um last week and um and i i I took the client through and he was falling in love with it i saw a lot of you know things that need to be taken care of this and that and i i was saying i saying yeah i think you have to do this and this and he was like he didn't see that what I saw, right? Like that's okay. This is the difference. This is guy. I'm seeing it the first time, like he is. Right. This is a client. And, uh, and is this a first time home buyer? No, 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 okay. not a first time okay. home buyer. It, 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 the high, the house is a little higher end. Yep. And and I'm looking at it and I see different things that need to be done. And uh, so he was saying, "Oh, this is perfect. This is the way I like it. I, this this is perfect." And I said, "Okay." I, I, then I let him run with it. Mm-hmm. And then so we saw the house, no problem. So I said, let's take a look at it a second time. So uh, the first time I, I just said to him, hey, listen, let's take a look at this house. This came up. Let's take a look at it. Now he's going to bring his wife through. Right. Still excited. And um, so we took his wife through. I could tell she liked it, but she didn't love it. Mm. But I, t- I think he even saw that. Uh, maybe this is not there. the right house for him. Right, okay. See, sometimes, see, a lot of people, when they go through a house, and this is this is what happened in 2017 early with the the the, the boom the that happened. Yeah. People saw the house once, and they've been through it maybe half an hour, and then they buy it. Wow. You know, in competition, and they overbid. And, and a lot of <laughs> buyers, a lot money. of buyers remorse. People spend more time buying a car than they do buying, buying jeans. a house. People, people spend more time yeah. buying jeans. Yeah. Than a house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so he came through a second time now. And I'm I'm waiting for him, and I know him very well. He's he's a good client and friend. I'm waiting for him to call me. I didn't go up to him and say, hey, listen, are you ready to jump on mm-hmm, this? Mm-hmm. I know. I know he's not. The second time, his eyes opened up even more. Right. And uh, and to me, I knew the first time 
great property, great things. Right, but it wasn't the perfect. Yeah, I knew it was. I knew it, this wasn't the property right. for him. So, Second time, he realized it. Yeah, and I think the wife liked it, but I don't think she didn't love it. Right. So, what is the difference between that first glance and the second visit? What do people not see the first time around that the second time around they said, "Yeah, you know what?" On second thought, they don't see the surroundings. Okay, they don't see the surroundings. So, so when you're looking at a nice. You know, this is a nice property. It's treated all the way around, hmm. but the but the property uh, next door it's it's a fair distance away. But he's got all these old trailers and a little RV, like just it's like a junkyard. Right. Okay. But, but you can't see it. Right. But when the leaves are down, guess what? <laughs> you can see everything. <laughs> yeah, you can see everything. Yeah, right. Yeah. So so you know now we're looking at that right, and uh, and looking at things you have to do to 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 make it your house hmm. right. So. Um, that's what you see. Like, like you see more. Like, it's amazing how much you see the second time. You're like, it's just you notice things that you didn't notice the first time. First time, it's like, you know, walking into you know a a, a beautiful hotel. You know, it's like everything's great, everything's new. It's like this, and then all of a sudden, you know, two years later, you walk in the second time. Man, this is not the same way as it was. Like for some reason, you notice things differently. Right. It's a different feel. It's mm-hmm. a different feel. Mm-hmm. So it's always good to go through a house twice. It's always good. Because the second time, you know if whether you're in love or not in love. That's why guys go take girls on second dates. Sure, yeah. <laughs> you know, you want to know, right? Yeah, you got to yeah. keep dating that girl and say, okay, okay. I'll, you're we'll not going to propose after the first date. We'll right? stick with you. We'll stick with you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how how many times is too many times? Um, right, well, you've been I mean, through the house twice. Well, you're usually, thinking- usually, yeah. Uh, I mean, by the third time, sometimes, you know, okay. In this situation, if it was a younger couple. Hmm. Um, we would take somebody through, and then sometimes they'll take their family through, yeah. and 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 possibly, and they say, okay, you know, maybe we'll go for it. And then a parent, I mean, it depends. Parents, they're the hardest ones because they kill every deal because they're afraid to say <laughs> deal yes. Killer. They they are afraid to say yes. So why are they afraid to say yes? Because when if their kids move in and something goes wrong with the house, they're, they're going to feel they that feel it, was, it was their responsibility yeah, that yeah. they said okay for right. the house. But they have knowledge that their kids, especially if their kids are first-time homebuyers, that they don't have, right? The kids don't have this knowledge. They haven't been through the process. Absolutely. Right? But that's why it's important to get an experienced realtor. Right. Like if, if, if you're buying a house from a realtor that is only sold two, three houses a year – you're not going to get that experience. You're not going to get like I can walk into a house. I can tell you probably a lot of th- a lot of issues that that homeowner will deal homeowner the new homeowner the buyer will deal with when they move in. Mm. And so I can say, don't be surprised. You know, this is like this. This is like this. You know, you got um, a fuse a fuse panel. Your your insurance company is going to say you're going to have to change it to breakers within 30 days of moving in. Mm. Um, check out. You know, see if it's got Kitec plumbing. I mean, um, there, there's so many different little things that the buyer doesn't see. The buyer's looking at, oh, this feels great. You know, the kids are going to sleep here. And, yeah. You know, are going to put our couch over here. You know, our guests are going to sit here. They've already moved in, right? Yeah, they're already moved in. <laughs> so, so the second visit, they're moving out. You know what I mean? <laughs> they're moving out. Yeah. Okay, we're not going for this deal. <laughs> the so. realization. Has. Yeah, the realization com- comes in. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Phil, you have experience in this? Yeah, uh, I always push well. a second viewing. Yeah. Like, like Sometimes when somebody's too antsy to make an offer or, or buy something after the first viewing, and, and you, get a, you get a feeling because you're able to show, most of the time when you're working with somebody, you know what they like, hmm. right? Th- walking through the house, they'll make comments, and you get an idea in terms of what they're looking for and what's important to them when they're buying a house. And, and then there'll be you know a house that 
that you wouldn't have thought that they would like, and and now they're ready to go on it or, or ready to push it, and and you 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 try to pull them away or 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 push them towards something. Like it just it just you get a good vibe in terms of what's good for them based on what they've told you, right? right? So. I, a second viewing is always good, no matter what. Sometimes you're not able to, to get that second viewing, given the circumstances of a mm-hmm. of an offer presentation or of a or of a timeline Multiple or of offers a, on you know it, what right? I mean. Yeah. Sometimes you can't do that, but it's important to make sure that you know even in, in, in knowing knowing you want to know the house, right? So a lot of the times on the first viewing, you're 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 just kind of paying attention to the layout and paying attention to you know whose room's going to be what or or what needs upgrades right away and then the second time you're going to pay attention to maybe a little more bit more of the inefficiencies or a little bit more of the you know the, the you know the landscaping or the yard right mm-hmm. so you, there's there's steps to the process but i mean it, anytime you can use time use it anytime you have time use it right yeah, and yeah. and if you have time to get back there for a second viewing it's not gonna it's not gonna hurt you yeah. Yeah. have you ever this is for both of you have you ever had a, qu- a client who's gone through a house that they've told you you know this is what i want in a house they visited this house they're not entirely in love with the house but you're convinced that that house is right for them would you try to convince them to go through it again just to see because uh, they're going to see it differently a second the, time the, right so the, the, sometimes the hard part is is when somebody finds exactly what they what they're looking for on the first house that they go see, yeah, right, and and it's hard to say, hey, listen, you know, I've seen what else uh, what else has been out there, or, or because I've been showing other people other properties in the in in the area, this house is right. We'll go look at other properties, and, and you know, it'll help you understand the the value and, and what mm-hmm. else is out you there can do for those sale. And then you'll oftentimes they'll come back to that first one, but sometimes people have a hard time buying the first property that they've, they saw when they start looking. So it's important to show, even if they're not interested in those other properties, other comparables or other similar properties of similar value in that area to to help them feel more comfortable with their buying decision on a specific Mm -hmm. property. Oh yeah. Like a lot of times, um, people end up buying properties, um, that have, uh, not enough closet space, especially the older homes. And, uh, and and when they're selling their house, they say, we definitely need closet space. <laughs> and and it, it, just, it just works out that way. So yeah. I know when I'm taking somebody through, I go, you know what? Only two out of the three bedrooms up here have closets. And the closets are, are not big from these. Right. You know, from from the forties, fifties, yeah. that closets husband. weren't the thing back no. in the day, right? You no, know, back in the day, you know, what, what, did, what did the guy People have? Had a couple a pair, of suits, a pair of jeans, and a suit, yeah. and a couple of t shirts. That That's was about it. it. Yeah, exactly. So same with the now, same with the wife. What right? about the coat closets? Right? There's some houses that don't have the coat closet right. when you first walk in. They just in. have the coat rack. And it's yeah, exactly. Right? And and now it's like you know, beautiful house, everything looks good. Mm-hmm. Where's the coat yeah. closet? There's yeah. no coat closet. And what we see today is these mud rooms. Oftentimes, you know, the the new big houses today have the mud room that's the built side, off the side door. Yeah, yeah built right. off the garage or built off the side door. And anybody with two or three kids, that's so important. Yeah. And, you know, the house can be big, beautiful, and have everything that you've ever wanted. But I've seen people where they'll walk in and they'll say, doesn't have a mudroom. Yeah. I'm not buying this house because it doesn't have <laughs> yeah. a mudroom. There's no oh, yeah. way I'm getting my kids ready for school or I'm coming out with my kids and there's just this space. So mm-hmm. people, it's, 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 you know, it's the style of living in terms of what people are used to. And those, and, and people are looking for specific spaces that they're going to use every single day. Yeah. And, and I, and I always say to people, you know, you're going to spend 90% of your time in your kitchen and living room, right? Your bedrooms are, are, are just sleeping, but if this space works for you, then this is what you want to pay attention to, yeah, that's right? This list. is the, focus on these areas right here, and if they kind of check off all your boxes, then you know this might be the right house. Mm-hmm. But if if you know if the basement doesn't work for you, or or, or you know 
could you look past that if everything else does? Yeah, for sure. But focus on the spaces that yeah. you're going to spend the most the amount most of time. time in. Oh, yeah. And, and think closet. about of your living situation and, and what you need most. Yeah, closet space, very important. A lot of people end up missing that when they move into mm. when they're buying a house. They miss that completely. Yeah. And uh, another thing is, uh, is another thing is sometimes um, like the walk-in closets or the on- or even the laundry room. Um, we find that uh, laundry rooms are tight. Like some like builders in the last thirty years, they're building them into closets. Well, they're right? building them in the closet. It's t- it's tough. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, and with these big wide doors, so you got to open up these big wide doors yeah. and these narrow hallways up on the second floor. That becomes tough. Builders should put uh, pocket doors. Like that's yep. the easiest thing. Like yep. if yeah. I was building a house totally. and, you, and and you've got a townhouse with a up, upstairs laundry. Put a pocket door, like if it's like a closet situation yeah. with the laundry. Huge, with the laundry. huge space saver. Yeah. Funny you mention closets because when we did our kitchen slash family room reno last summer, we had a front closet. You know, you open up the front door, the closet's right there. <laughs> we took that closet down. <laughs> yeah. So we no longer, and I was not dead set against taking it down because there was value in taking it down. We have right. more oh, counter yeah, space. It looks good. It looks counter, good, right? Yeah, there's, Without there's, it. There's a nice flow. Um, but now, so now we have a coat rack that's just off to the yeah. side of the front yeah. door and an, a little area for our shoes. It's yeah. like a stand where you can yeah. sit down. Yeah. And, and So it's interesting that, you know, you mentioned closets and we ended up taking ours down. Yeah. <laughs> but hey. No, it, no, no. It looks I, great. It, we, I took out a closet on a, on a house that I did on a renovation because it, it, it did look better. Yeah. Now, um, it's... You know what? That was a, a, a bit of a factor. Not hmm. much, but a bit of a factor. But the house looked great. Right. So it just depends on who's buying Yeah, every, every yeah. circumstance is different. Yeah. Uh, let's move to shoreline properties. You wanted to discuss uh, issues with shoreline properties. Yeah. So when I get called in uh, to, you know, someone that's looking at selling their, their shoreline property, the first waterfront, thing I do, waterfront, 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 property. Yeah. waterfront property, the first thing I do is I walk towards the backyard and I look at the shoreline. I look at the shoreline to my left, mm-hmm. to my right, and see who has shoreline protection and um so i go this is great shoreline's good you know uh you know 300 feet each way yeah uh, now as a purchaser as a purchaser looking at this that is important now i've seen shorelines where the house that i'm showing my client has a shoreline protection but the neighbor doesn't mm. you have no idea how strong those waves when they're hitting the, the 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 shoreline they they throw boulders around like that's how powerful the 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 wind and the storm the storm uh that happens against the shoreline so there was there was a a, a property um i can't remember what street it's on but the guy had his shoreline all around him done everything was done right mm-hmm. but but the neighbor next door didn't and it ate away like we're talking many many feet of his of his prop backyard. Right. Now it's starting to come into the side mm-hmm. wow. side of the property that we were we were looking at. Right. So So even though his his, his is good, but, his is but, good but, but it's but, coming from the side. But now it's coming because every time the water hits the, yeah. the shoreline, it's it's hitting the neighbor and it's eating away at his backyard. Yeah. And he's lost his backyard pretty wow. well. There's a small house on it. Um the city will not let him build another house. He like if he tore down and built like that property's worth nothing. He will not be able to sell that property. He's got to do something with the shoreline. Uh, he'll be done. Wow. So those are key things that you got to be looking at. And I just tell people like, don't just look at. That's just one. Yeah. One. One thing. example. One yeah. example. But you got to look at everything around you all the time. We have a we have a property for sale right now in Niagara on the Lake on the water, and he actually built ten feet onto his neighbor's property, 
and 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 knew that this was going to happen because his neighbor's shoreline protection wasn't there. Hmm. It was an older style of shoreline protection, more of a ninety degree angle instead of today, which is which is more of like on a thirty degree, forty five degree yeah, angle. Yeah. And and so his was was straight flat up against the lake, and he he started to see that. It was eroding against his shoreline protection. So when he did his shoreline, he went ten feet. This is an extra, you know, ten to fifteen thousand dollars onto his neighbor's property with his neighbor's permission in order to protect his property. And now what has happened is that ten feet is now down to about seven or six feet because it started to erode. Really? Right. So he's already lost a couple feet from his neighbor's property onto his own shoreline protection. So it's something that he was mindful of instead of you know. Going right just to the edge of his property, he continued he, it along. He, he actually, yeah. he actually so went probably halfway to, of the neighbor's property just to save his. Hmm. Yeah, and now, like, regardless, the neighbor is going to lose. He's he, he he should work on it. Like, yeah. he should take advantage of it. Yeah. Listen, if you're willing to pay 10, 15 yeah. feet of I'll my t- shoreline, might as well add on. Yeah. But that's the problem. A lot of people don't realize it does cost money to to maintain a shoreline. Without a doubt. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about, uh, well, we're now into the summer months. Are people buying and selling during the summer? Is it the same or a little bit different than the winter months? That and more coming up here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. You're listening to the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. My name is Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie, sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Call them at 905-575-7700. That's 905-575-7700. RobGolfie.com is the website, Rob, G-O-L-F-I.com, at Rob Golfie on Instagram and Twitter. And be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe to the Hamilton Real Estate Show podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. If you have a question for the Golfie team or a topic idea you would like us to tackle on a future program, you can email questions at robgolfie.com questions at robgolfie.com Still to come, the best day of the year to sell your home was actually yesterday, so you may have <laughs> missed out. <laughs> but summer's here, it's uh, it's hot, it's uh, sunny for the most part, the, uh, the doldrums of uh, a nasty spring, which uh, brought us a lot of rain over the last couple months, uh, are now in our rearview mirror. So are people still buying and selling in the summer months? Is buying and selling in the summer the same or different than the winter? Because these are the slower months compared to spring and fall, right? Yeah. I got, so, for instance, I'm looking at some of the, no, some of the numbers here. Now, July, I mean, uh, uh, sorry, March, I, I can't, I, I don't see the numbers here. Um, like they're saying by the best month here, and right. the best month they're saying is May or no June. Now, I, which I, is I, interesting. I don't, I, I don't know. Is this based on closing? Closing. Date? That's what I was going to say. You know what? So these numbers, I, I don't know. Like they got June twenty eighth here is the best day of the of the month. Mm-hmm. June twenty eighth. Well, June twenty eighth works out to be the the biggest closing day of the year of people. Um, so Ju- like the last Friday of. June is always the biggest closing date of the year. Right. Now, 
now are they basing that those numbers from there because my numbers are a little bit off on this yeah like, so this isn't hamilton this is in the u.s this is a report out of the u.s yes and it's basically saying there's more buyers in the market on in may june and july uh, which would be somewhat different than what we're seeing here in Hamilton because obviously the weather is a big factor. Yeah. Uh, but there was a quote that one of the uh, study uh, people um, uh, was saying, and I'll have to grab it. But basically they're saying June 28th, so yesterday, uh, at 10.8% was the most active day or the best day of the year to sell a home, followed by May 31st, June 21st, June 20th, and May 24th. Um May make sense because we see a lot of activity in May. Yeah, yeah. June would be a bit of a curveball. Yeah, you know, like our, our March for the last three years, it's it's been our outperformed. best month. Yeah. Outperformed any, any other month. Any other month. So now we're, like I, I, like I said, we're in the trenches. Now, those guys that bought in March, they're probably closing in June. Right. So so I don't know, like, how these numbers are construed. But if they were asking me and they said, what's the best month to sell? And I always tell my clients... You're going to put your house up for sale. Put it in March. There's not that many homes for sale, uh, and and people say, well, you know, it doesn't look good. You know, I got my bushes. You know, they, they you know the perennials aren't yep. there. Don't worry about it. People are looking at the house. They know the you know, um, but I I say March. I I also April, May, June. They're all good months, but right. March is is our flagship month. So so yeah, this this is the closing. So it's Todd, Todd Tetta is the spokesperson for Adam Data Solutions. Uh, who conducted the study. So his quote is, school is out. You've got post-winter weather. Uh, there's uh, no football on the weekends to contend with, <laughs> at least for the for the NFL. Oh, the yeah. CFL is here. Or even call it or, uh, high oh, school football. It, uh, yeah, high school. These, yeah, those Americans so he, love their football. He says, buyers create more demand during the winter and early spring months. Hence, there's a 90 to 120 day lag that opens the window for those homes to close in May and June. So yeah, so this is closing. So the activity of actually doing the deal is much earlier than that, May that, and June. Right. That, right. Right. right, so yeah. I, so there you go. So so now that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. But uh, June twenty eighth, so that is interesting. Obviously, it's towards the end of the month, uh, so you're probably looking at a March kind of Mar- March sell? Yeah. and April, March, March and April, April closings. Yeah, so, that makes so, sense. The, so June twenty eighth, the lawyers um, lawyers are going frantic because they're closing. That's all the deals are closing. So right. they so they got to deal with. You know, I know lawyers. They get frustrated at the end of June. They'll never take that uh, the last week of June off. Really? They, no, because they're it's the busiest. It's the busiest they're, week. They're closing for all closing. the deals. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's yeah. the busiest week. So now, saying that, I would not close my house on on the last day of June, last Friday of June, because lawyers are busy. I would try to get somewhere maybe Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday close, right, right. so that. If there's any mistakes, there's no mistakes can be made. There's you no got delays. Some buffer, right? Listen, when lawyers lawyers finish work five o'clock, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> you don't see two lawyers work after five o'clock too much. Uh, but but what I'm saying is, you if, like I would try to close. Uh, if you're going to close the last week of June, try to close. Yeah, you know, mid midweek. 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 Yeah, and you'll and it'll be cheaper for uh, moving, uh, uh, hiring a mover. Very too. much so. So the best months to sell your home, and again, this is based on closing uh, June, May, July. Uh, at the bottom of the list, December, October, and January, and November's in there as well. No big surprise here. I mean, winter is much slower than any other period of time, correct? Yeah. I mean, we, we usually have a, a good first quarter. Um, so, uh, like... At first quarter, September, October, yeah, November? Um, yeah. Like, yeah. usually our first quarter. So, our num- our numbers, as us as a team, yeah. um, are different than these. Like, uh, and... I, I just I I agree with some, but not all. Right. And uh, but I think um, I think 
they they they're going based on closings. Yeah, that's all they are. Yep, yeah, it makes sense. Call the Golfy team at nine zero five five seven five seventy seven hundred. Go online to robgolfy dot com. More to come here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on nine hundred CHML. Last go-round here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in studio with Rob Golfie and Philip Golfie. They are sales representatives with Remax Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. You can find them online at robgolfie.com. On Twitter and Instagram, at Rob Golfie. Be sure to like the Rob Golfie Facebook page as well. And call them anytime if you're buying or selling, 905-575-7700. Seven questions to ask your real estate agent before it's too late. And if it's too late, you might as well still ask them anyways, because there might be some time for you. Yes. How long has this home been on the market? How many times have you heard that? It's the first question they ask. <laughs> the <laughs> first question. And has it been on the market before that this this right. house has been on the market with so they somebody want a else? Quick history lesson, basically. Absolutely. Usually, the follow up question is if it's uh, if it's been on the market for a while. It's <laughs> why? why hasn't it sold? Yeah. 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 Uh, what have nearby homes sold for in the past six months? This is something that the realtor should have already. Right. Anytime you're going to see the house, you, you should have almost a, you know, a, a quarter of a kilometer radius around that area to find out the neighboring properties and what they've sold for. Mm-hmm. Are there noise concerns? This is this is hard for somebody who doesn't live in the area, or, or yeah, because we live like the corridor from uh, basically from Stony Creek right to right through uh, almost to, uh, not St. Catharines but Vineland. Um, the majority of the population lives along the Queen Elizabeth Way. Yeah. So uh, it, it it just depends, especially in Grimsby. Yeah. I mean, it, between the from the highway to the to the escarpment, right. that, that corridor is very narrow. So yeah. so if somebody says, "Well, I don't want to be close to the highway," you're, I don't think you hear it anyway. But unless you're backing onto the highway, but it, there is going to be a, a bit. And a some bit. people are surprised, like especially from out of town buyers, is when they come in and buy into Lower Stony Creek or Grimsby Beamsville. The, the highway splits the lake and the escarpment. Anytime there's like a south breeze coming off the lake, you're going to hear the highway no matter where you are yeah. I- I living in Grimsby. It's something that people want to get, you know, people need to get comfortable with. But, it, you know, it's it's there. That's that's a part of it. Right? After a while, though, doesn't it just become white noise? Yeah, it's almost like it a does. Hum. You get like a little din. But if, but yeah. if you back on to the Different highway, story. like yeah. it's loud. So, oh, it is bad. It is really bad. It depends where, like how close you are to the where highway. Uh, the, still with sorry, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say still with the seven questions to ask your real estate agent before it's too late. What does maintenance look like on a home like this? So uh, a lot of the time, if you're a first time buyer, what what you want to know is utilities, right? Because you're 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 budgeting down to the almost the nearest dollar when it comes to owning a house. You want to know exactly every single cost it's gonna it, there's gonna be when it comes to owning this home. Mm-hmm. You want to know the taxes, you want to know the insurance, and you want to know the monthly utility bills. That's that's your main, you know. What 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 you need to know before you you go in with a right. firm agreement? Those are the meats and potatoes. Yeah. Uh, how healthy is this home, and in, in terms of trouble spots or what needs to be fixed up? And that's something that you come with the home inspection, yeah. right? Um, walking through the house, you can you can kind of see the, you know, you can kind of see you know what shape the roof is and you know how old the furnace is, how old the AC is, um, and but but once you get into the home inspection, the home inspector should give you an idea in terms of what needs to be repaired right away. What you can expect to repair in five years, mm-hmm. and then your and then your bigger ticket items, how long they'll take to repair, or or how long you know the life, 
the life expectancy on those. Uh, another question, how many owners has the home had? So sometimes this is a good indicator in terms of how healthy the house is, right? If there's been a lot of a lot of owners. Turnover, big and, turnover. And turnover, yeah. you know. Is it might raise some red flags. It, it might, yeah. right? But sometimes it's not a true indicator of, of you know, of the house, right? right. Because it, once you get into your more, your more, stepping stone homes right your townhouses your your condos those are going to have a lot more turnover than your big you know two-story detached homes because a lot of people will use those homes as, as a stepping stone to their next yeah. and, and it's just it's just the nature of the beast it, 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 yeah it's just the nature of of the style of house where people want to want to start a home they move up into a bigger house and mm-hmm. that's where they stay longer uh, last of the seven questions to ask your real estate agent before it's too late why are the owners selling what do you think of this question does yeah. it get asked you a lot? Yeah, you know we, I think we get asked a I lot. Think it's an odd, I think it's an odd question. Like, why? Like, I mean, I Do, mean, yeah, I, but does it really matter? I mean, no, it do, it, it doesn't. Like, it, it's it's the house. It's not the people that are. You know, the people don't come with the house. Like, there's, I, 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 I but it's, but I, I'd be <laughs> asking the same point. thing. Yeah. I'd be asking the but same really, thing. Why I mean, are these guys moving? What, yeah. what does it? What's the difference if the homeowners are moving because of a job or because I don't know they had a life? Maybe it's their yeah. neighbors. Are they moving because of their neighbors? Well, that's a different story then. Yeah, like, right? I think I think when when you ask that question, it's you're trying to fish to see if there's something wrong. Trying to get some dirt with with the house. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Is there is there a huge problem that this owner doesn't want to fix? That's so, and if there was, yeah. you know. I mean, it's the it would be in the disclosure. Right? Yeah, yeah, there there should be a disclosure. It should already be disclosed. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, why do they want to move? Yeah, well, yeah. there's a monster well, well, in the attic. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's. I like that. I'm going to use that. Why do they want to so, move? There's a monster in the attic. I'm going to say that to the next realtor that it's, ca- calls it, me. It's up. just because any 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 big thing it, it should be disclosed, right? So it's it's not like the owner the homeowner is going to come on and say, yeah, you know, we got to two foot crack in our foundation and we yeah. don't want to repair it so we're you know what i mean yeah it, please buy the home yeah exactly <laughs> it's it's i don't know yeah we got a minute uh monday's a big day it's not only canada yeah, day uh, i'm the... gonna start posting i see if i can uh keep doing it uh so you know follow follow uh myself and uh i'm gonna be posting stuff with the team and myself and this is on instagram this will be yeah. on instagram I'll, I'll be posting some stuff on uh facebook and uh, if you don't like it, I understand. If you don't want to follow, <laughs> I'm okay with it. I got big shoulders, but uh, yeah, no, we're gonna you know post some stuff. I'll I'll be commenting on certain situations that have happened. Uh, you know, even some of the stuff that we talk about on uh, on the radio show here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking yeah, looking forward to it. Phil you got know. a big chuckle out of it. Oh yeah, he's rolling his eyes. You know, he's <laughs> like I'm an old guy compared to him, so I shouldn't be uh, mingling with the Instagram millennial. I'm sure uh, it's circle. gonna be great. I'm sure it's gonna be great, guys. Thanks for coming in. Uh, we. We are back on the air next Saturday at 9 right here on the Hamilton Real Estate Show on 900 CHML.